Councilman Caleb Collier said. I'm proposing that the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Today on Church and State, part two with the redheaded libertarian Josie Glayback. Hello, Christian patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier. With me, as always, Pastor Gabe Blomgren. Once again, your favorite far-right shock jocks and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. And the podcast with a Herculean task of taking the two things that are so controversial that your mom and dad won't even talk about it at dinner. Faith and politics. I like that. And Jesus right in the middle. There you go. Hey, uh, go on over to churchandstate.media. You're going to want to download all of these shows. We've got some, just some spectacular guests as of late. I, you know, Josie is definitely going to be included in that. She's a massive guest for us. And uh, so you're going to want to download them and share them with everyone. You're also going to want to take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. We've got some great ones, whether it's pills, Join the pillow fight. Beef. I mean, there's some great ones out there. So click on those. Make sure to use. But Josie would like the books. Oh, I guarantee you she reads those to her kids. Yeah, Tuttle Twins. Twins. Yeah. Use that promo code Church and State for a discount, and we get some of that back. You can also donate directly to us. Just hit that donate button on the uh, on the website there. And if you want to get a hold of us, Church and State 1776 at Proton.me. With that, I am so pleased to bring on Josie for part two uh, with Church and State. On a time scale, how long would that take? Like, can can you can you like delineate how long would it take for them to to bring that into fruition? Because it, it, it takes time. Like the, as far as I know, that you know each each justice has to be voted in, so that you know that that'll take some time for sure. And it will be a fight. There will be a fight with that. Um, it would have to. I, I don't know how they. I, I don't know how they could do it. I know that when FDR tried to do it, um, he got voted down because there were still honest people in the government at the time. I'm not sure if it's a bill. I'm not sure if they need a supermajority. I'm I'm not sure. I don't know that. I, I think um, what we'd probably see on that one is is that's when they 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 pull in the individuals who we know we can't trust. Uh, you know, we we like to call them rhinos, but honestly, there's a lot of the so-called conservative Republicans who have been just as egregious. They, 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 they've been they've been bought, and so mm-hmm. they're going to call in what they need to call in, and you've got to vote this way. You know, there's individuals that we we see they kind of vote our direction for the most part, but when when we really need them then they don't. And so yeah. I honestly, um, time frame wise, uh, Josie's right. It, it's, it's kind of hard to call on something like that, but I think you would see all these Republicans that would actually agree to packing the court. And at that point, uh, it actually leads me to my follow-up question on, on what Gabe was talking about. Uh, our country ceases to exist at that point. Now we recently saw was what just happened in Texas and then they put out the call and all of these states started responding rallying and and you that saw a encouraging. Map, you saw a map of the the good states and the bad states mm-hmm. at that point uh, do we see a, a, a successful secession uh, like movement is that what we're going to see is is that in, i mean i know you're not a prophetess I, I, you don't claim to be anything like that but just as as following these trends and knowing what you do about the constitution is that the direction you see for the country the 14th Amendment, the one that they keep trying to put the insurrection clause on Trump and on pretty much anybody, it made secession illegal. So the chance of that happening is really slim. 
the fact that Ken Paxton is the AG and he might be one of the most brilliant people with the Constitution that I've ever seen in my life says he might know a way to do it, a way around it, a way that is lawful. Let me just say he has an 80% win rate against the Biden regime. So he is incredibly brilliant. And he, you know, they even, they even tried to impeach him and they put him, he wasn't able to work for three months. Like they really need, tried to get him out and they couldn't. Um, so I see what I see happening is I don't see any formal secession. I do see a Republic of 50 States becoming a very obvious, almost like 50 separate countries, um, with how they are, with how their values are. And, you know, we see that, we see how Florida is now. And everybody who comes to Florida is a red state or they're a blue state refugee like me, something like 99% of the people who moved here vote red. Um, so Florida is getting more and more red. Florida is not a swing state. And uh, their legislature is also getting more red or really red. It is really red. And they're the ones who are making all the laws that are keeping Florida um, as its own republic and uh, as its own place. So so I think that we're going to see, you know, you're going to want to move to Florida because it's a free state, not because of Disney World anymore. You know, like you're, you're going to want to. But but then we're also going to see, you know, states like Massachusetts, unfortunately, is getting bluer and bluer and bluer and uh, more and more captured. And, you know, they're starting to ask citizens to house migrants, you know, right. and that's that's a that could be a Third Amendment violation if we're in an invasion right now for them to be asking you to put the criminal aliens into your home. I mean, there's Third Amendment issues there. There's they're completely captured and they're going to get more and more blue. And uh, that's and I think that that's what the fabric of our country is going to look like and be very patchwork. Does, and, did you uh, ever think you'd see violations of the Third Amendment? Because that's the one we so often bypass, right? You know, we're like, ah, oh, they're coming after our first and our second and our fourth and all these things, right? <laughs> but but the Third Amendment, like, is that really how far we're going as a country that we're going to see violations of that? It's always been the joke, the joke amendment. But, you know, if you know anything about the intolerable acts, you know that that was one of the things that King George did to punish Massachusetts was quartered soldiers, not necessarily in their home, but on their property. And they were forced to take care of them. And it was so egregious that the founding fathers were like, this can never, ever happen again. And it was it was enshrined. It's, it's listed in the Declaration of Independence as one of the major grievances is that we had to take care of your soldiers. And at peacetime, there were soldiers stationed in our home. And then, you know, they, they made it the Third Amendment of the, the, Consti the U.S. Constitution. But it, people... It's so strange and so funny to people because they can't even imagine something like that happening. Yet here we are where they're asking you to house the criminal aliens. Yeah, absolutely. Wouldn't you also say that, you know, the way that we have Alexa in our homes and we have all kinds of surveillance going on, you know, the, obviously we know the Patriot Act was probably one of the most egregious breaches of our constitutional rights. We have FISA courts that can literally draw up a warrant with absolutely no conversation to any local magistrate. They can just say, hey, in a closed room session, no, we will get a warrant and we'll do whatever we want, all under the guise of, like, safety, you know, that word safety. Um, do you feel like Alexa, all this technology, that's just another way that we have somebody posting at all times. That's That, to me, it's it's our own jail, but we, it's still, it's soldier. The only way to get back our Fourth Amendment rights is to start using smoke signals and to start passing notes and burning them and using carrier pigeons. The technology's gone so far that, and, and it's being taken advantage of. And it's, you could it's hide a note in your pie. 
but you know, just mm-hmm. like it's, bake it and then send it. Yeah. <laughs> I baked you this pie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> baked a note into it. Exactly. So that's the only, that's the only way. And I mean, even, uh, they used invisible ink. Washington spies right. did, mm-hmm. you know, so, so we just, we're, we're so far past it that in order to retain our rights, we almost have to walk backward now at this point. Yeah, I, I think you're absolutely right. You know, um, you brought up the grievances. Uh, there's, there's 27 of them that are listed in the declaration. And, um, you know, I, I read through these every once in a while and I, I just, I'll put check marks like, oh yeah, that's, that's happening. Yeah. yeah oh, oh look, exactly. that, one, that one just happened. Right. It's amazing yep. that even though, you know, this document is, is from the foundation of our, of our country, how the, they just, man is man and they just can't help themselves in violating our rights. Um, mm-hmm. you know, are you, are you going to, do you believe that we're going to continue to see more and more violations and, and more and more grievances from those of us that are true, you know, red blooded America lovers? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the captured courts, the grievances in the captured courts, that's uh, 8, 9, 18, and 19. The two-tier justice system, right? 12 and 15. Uh, government putting their interest ab- above the people, uh, the 23rd grievance. Taxation without representation, which we definitely Huge. have. <laughs> the 17th grievance. So we're seeing everything happen. I mean, that's just a handful. That's just like you know, just just off the top, like things that have happened in the last week and uh, government, you know, not representing their the people. That's a big one. That's uh, that one slips my mind. Twenty three. I, I don't remember. But um, that that's a big one. Government wasn't representing the people. And we see Mitch McConnell do like doing this deal to get Ukraine spending without the border involved in it, because that was always his goal. And that doesn't represent the people. We don't care. We don't care about Ukraine. You know, we care about the border is wide open and there are criminal aliens flowing through it at 5,000 a day. Are the forefathers rolling in their graves saying this? What are you doing? Act or go. Or are they saying from the grave, hey, we never envisioned it getting this big. It's gotten bigger than their control. We we had a vision and it skewed off and, and they can't steer this ship anymore. So mm-hmm. go thoughts. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're definitely definitely rolling in their graves right now. Um, we're seeing a lot of um, Maoism when it comes to how they want to overthrow our country. And I actually interviewed uh, Z Van Fleet, which is this uh, refugee of 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 Mao and his revolution. And she was saying she wrote a book called um, A Survivor's Warning, and um, she said that there are the five olds that they try to get rid of. And I can't remember each of them, but two of them were history and culture. And so the first things that when you're doing a revolution and you're trying to overthrow your country, you have to get rid of all the old stuff. Mm-hmm. And so the first thing they do is they take the streets, street signs that are like, you know, named after like right. oh, George Washington Avenue, that's gone. Um, and the statues. Yeah. Those are the first two things that, that Mao took. It's interesting. You're talking about illegal or not illegal. You're talking about refugees. I just got to bring this up to the, to the two of you, because this is just, this tells you where we're at, you know, in a a mall, you see, Hey, you are here. Um, you're friends with, you know who this person is, but I'm gonna keep it anonymous. She came to the country. She actually saw, she's from Russia. She saw her dad, uh, go through severe persecution in the USSR, um, hiding in their basements, um, doing closed churches, that kind of thing. She moves to America. She gets married, has, has a home, a family. They have three kids. The, mar- the marriage is a little rocky. 
but it hits this point during COVID to where she's told by her husband, she's crazy because she doesn't want to vaccinate their kids. And they just fight, just fight, fight, fight tooth and nail over their young ones who are, you know, six, seven at the time. Eventually their oldest is in their teens. Eventually the dad moves to have CPS get involved and they actually strip her of her authority as a, as a parent because they sided with science. And she looked at us and said, the reason why I fight so hard is because I know what persecution is like. I saw it firsthand. Her husband wouldn't even wake up to this, you know, persecution. So it's people from outside our country who actually have a better view of where we're headed. They, they have a, a, you know, a crystal ball, not that we use those of where we're headed. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Um, when it comes to people fleeing the communist countries, for sure. Um, we're unfortunately not seeing a lot of a actual real asylum at the southern border. We're not seeing true asylum cases. We're seeing people who know how to scam the system. Right. They know that they need to get across the border and find an agent. And that as soon as they're in the United States, they're protected by our Bill of Rights. So they need to get in. So the razor wire was stopping that. There's some people who are getting multiple times through because they get funding for every time they get through. So there's people who are getting through multiple times. This is a multi-billion dollar industry, okay? If you think um, uh, there was just an interview done on uh, the Liberty Lockdown podcast, and he was interviewing a guy, oh my gosh, his name's Miss escaping me. But he he went down there to see what was going on, and it was... Um, and so, so they went to this, this pass and they call it like little China or something like that. And it's where like the Chinese immigrants go. Now they have these NGOs that take them, that fly them, you know, they're, they're wearing white. They're, they look cleaner than I do on a normal day. And they're, they're not on this rocky journey. They're getting dropped off there by NGOs. About 10% of them look like military aged, you know, high and tight men. And, uh, they're dropped off there, you know, and they know in order to go this way and to not walk the 40 miles, if they only want to walk the five to 10 mile route, then they have to pay $3,000. And these NGOs are willing to to get them to the spot where they have to just pay the $3,000 and then we'll get you to the spot where you only have to walk the five to 10 miles. And, you know, if a million people do that, that becomes, this is an industry. And, um, you know, and there's the NGOs, they're, they're from all over the world. They're funded by I think we can figure out who, um, world economic forum adjacent people. Um, they, they need to abolish the culture of the world, our little cultures, because that's we're, we're balkanized as a world, which is, which is fine. It makes our cultures beautiful. You know, like you, you go, you have Scottish culture and you have Italian culture and they're, they're, they're right next to each other, but they're very different. And, um, they need to do away with that. So a way to do that is to, you know, send all the, these, these poor people from these other countries in there, you know, maybe they're criminals, maybe they're, um, they, they don't want to, um, acclimate to the ways of the country. And that's gonna, that's gonna dilute the culture of the country. And that's gonna kind of make people lose their identity. And that is a tenet of communism. Yeah, that that Marxism. Yeah, I love what you're talking about there because Marxism is the tool that the globalists have decided to use to usher in that global government. That's what they desire. And so when you're talking about the border and you're talking about all these military age men that are coming across it, and they can be from China, they can be from Venezuela, they can be from Iraq, wherever it may be. Carlos the Jackal said that only a a a, a collaboration between the Islamists and the communists could overthrow the United States, right? Henry Kissinger was, he 
said the United States is the only thing holding back a global government. And then what they're doing through the indoctrination of our own people, you can see that everything is being set for a massive overthrow of the country that we love, the founding documents that we love, and they are going to usher in this Marxist uh, globalist agenda where we are just going to be one of, of, you know, a region almost like, almost like a, what was that popular show with the, the girl with the bow and arrow, um, um, oh, Hunger Games. Games. Yeah, yeah it, districts. It's, it's, it's more of like that. We're going to be a district, a part of this Marxist globalist one world government. That's that is what is at stake here. And, and I, I, I feel like I'm like screaming. The building's on fire, and nobody's paying attention here. Well, what they're doing, they're dumbing down children. Right. Exactly. Because that's the next generation. So they're making our children idiots um, by not teaching them. They don't know anything about the founding documents, and they're taught that Marxism isn't that bad. You know, they're taught that it's 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 uh, equal, and uh, you know, it's, it's love everybody, and you know, like you do the work, you deserve all the credit. You know, and so that's what they're teaching our children, and then they they teach them that in the elementary schools, and they go up to college and they practice it, and they go out and they're activists now, and they're you know they're they're training they're training them from little kids into these Marxist super soldiers by the time they're out of their college you know it's it's terrifying like you had said you'd see girls go in looking like you know pretty wholesome little girls and they come out and they're just angry vicious dead-eyed short-haired yeah Josie did you ever think idiocracy was going to be a documentary (laughs) that's where we're living in now (laughs) that's what it feels like it does I you talk to most young young people these days uh, and and they they don't get it you know they have a inflated sense of ego um, and and they are they're activists they they care they have that empathy right about uh, so many of these these social constructs that they largely have engineered and, but yet like doing basic things mathematics you know uh, you know understanding our history uh, understanding government and, and what works and what doesn't work they have no concept of this whatsoever i'm i'm Not praying that they're wrong though yeah i, I got to interject and say there was a time post world war 2 um, when all the soldiers came back, they were really worried. Everyone was speculating that the economy was going to tank. Why? Because women had kind of left a traditional role. They had thought, you know, hey, we're going to work. The workforce looked bleak. America actually wasn't doing good production-wise post the war. But here's what happens. The men came home. The women went back home and they wanted to have babies. And we had the biggest economic boom in the production of what was called baby boomers. That all happened, but the whole entire forecast was bleak. And I just say this about young people. I hope they're dead ass wrong. I just got to say, I'm, I'm swearing. I hope they are so wrong because here's the thing. The whole entire future of our, our, our nation is hanging in the balance of what the kids and young adults and, and college age kids actually feel because they're, they're going to, they're going to move and they can't move without the backing of the people. We all know that because there, there's going to be an uprising one way or the other. It's going to be who has the minds. Hitler went for the minds of young people. We know that. So did Mao, so did Stalin. All, every, every and I'm praying that they forgot that. about your backwater kids in Texas who were homeschooled. Good kids. Kids who are, who are like your kids, Josie. Kids who it are was, like my kids. They're forgetting about those kids. It was a white pill for sure when you found out how many kids started being homeschooled over the last five years. So like it went up like 30% or something insane like instantly because people are like, we got to we're we done. Gotta, we got to get our kids out of here. Exactly. 
Now, now, Josie, I asked you uh, your favorite amendment. I, before, I, you know, I, mean, I know you got about an hour you said for us, and it's coming up on that. I got to ask you, what's the worst amendment to the Constitution? I mean, they're all beautiful. I'm just thinking that when I think well, of the not worst. The, not the Bill of Rights. I'm going beyond the Bill of Rights. Oh, the worst amendment to the Constitution. Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> I would go with the income tax. 16, uh, yeah. Yep, 16. Um, it's really 16, 17, 18, and, you know, I'm going to go ahead and say 19, too. Oh, you're going to say that. Wow, wow. I'm going there because the, <laughs> the world fell, fell apart. Uh, we have seen the biggest expansion of power in the history of 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 the United States since the inception of the 19th amendment um so <laughs> sorry <laughs> now, but yeah the, the, also the, the two the two uh senators that used to be voted in by the state legislature yeah the 17th amendment democracy. yeah 17th amendment yep so yep. we're seeing that you know and then obviously in there they tried to because of women women's suffrage and because of the suffragettes is why they got rid of alcohol in the first place and that backfired mm-hmm. royally so you know that one also bad so so it's that kind of subsect where it's and like, i'm 100 percent oh, with you yeah that, Wilson happened. Yep. progressive yeah. era amendments absolutely no mm-hmm. I, I do want to expand on that just a little bit there because it is very unusual to hear a woman say the 19th amendment is is a terrible amendment um mm-hmm. you know and, and they don't understand once again it was it was property owners that was the intentionality yes, yes behind it that's that's what i want to so it was not about wanna, clear it's not about having girl parts it's about do you own property do you have a family do you own a business like all these things fine you can be a man or a woman it's just the fact like just being a girl isn't enough you know like you your state so so voting isn't in the bill of rights because they didn't it wasn't that big a deal it's not enshrined by by God that you should be able to vote. It's, it's not like that. And if it were, it would have been enshrined. Um, so it's, it was left to the States, the States, each of the 50 States were like, okay, you know, in our state, property owners can vote. Oh, in our state, anybody can vote in our state. Women can vote in our state. And that's how they wanted it. That's how they, they wanted it to be because the, the, the fabric of a state is in like Wyoming is different than the fabric of New York. Mm-hmm. So, so, in, in that regard, that that's what the founders had thought. And they kind of always believed it was property owners that should have the right to vote because that's how that's how it worked back then. What, what you're describing there is is the competition of the states, right? Which, which, which is exactly what our founding fathers wanted. They wanted states to be competitive with each other to prove who was the better state. Okay, you've, you've started this policy and it's driving businesses away to this other state. And, and mm-hmm. that's, that's what's beautiful about this country or, or the different states that reside in it is that every state was allowed that ability to be competitive with each other to prove which system worked the best. Quick question while we're on this. This is just a, him and I talk about marijuana legalization, not legalization, federalized, whatever. Um, Him and I have had conversations also about the oldest uh, profession in the world, brothels. Mm. Does the government have a right to say anything about it? And this offends a lot of Christians. This makes you, this this makes you think. Um, I mean, I'm libertarian, so a woman can do with her body what she wants to do with her body, not with a body within her body, right? not with a baby. But if she wants to be a prostitute, do that. Um, we see something that we do see, because I believe in limited government, there's less sex assault 
in Las Vegas where they regulate the brothels than there is in, in other places. So um, when it's it's regulated, it's legal. That's the other thing. Okay, so you can do it there. It's legal, um, and and so there's no black market for it, which makes it a it makes right. it more dangerous, you know. And that's and that's a fact. So so we see that it's like okay, they've regulated it. It's legal, and there's not as much assault. So that's something to kind of to look at, you know, when it's when it's illegal, there's assault and there's no accountability, and everybody's in trouble, and it, it's just right. a, a mess. So, so that's my unpopular opinion on it. So I open up a can. Well, you, you, I'm going to piggyback <laughs> off of it because there's something that that I tend to disagree with on libertarians, and um, it's it, I've I've said it a number of times, and a number of libertarians have taken issue with it. But one one of the kind of the tenets of libertarianism is is don't legislate morality, right? Right. Um, and, and my response is don't legislate immorality, right? Uh, and and if we really believe that there is a moral standard. And that a good law is based off of that moral standard, then yes, I, I personally believe you can legislate morality. And I'd like mm-hmm. to get your thoughts on that as a fellow libertarian. Um, I mean, it, it's it's loaded. <laughs> there's there's a lot to it. Um, I, women are always going to do it. They're always going to find a way to do it. They have their body. They can use it to make money to support their families if if they want to. Um, OnlyFans is a huge industry. Um. It's, it's always going to happen. So it's like, all right, well, what can we do? Because it's going to happen no matter how making it illegal hasn't made it better. You know, it hasn't fixed any of the problems. What I do think is it, it would start at a place of what Ron Paul says about abortion is he said, it shouldn't be illegal, but it should be unthinkable. Mm-hmm. And that comes from a place of, of making prostitution unthinkable. Like, why would you ever even think to do that Mm -hmm. but it's never been that way since since the beginning like you said it's the oldest profession it's women have always had this and they've always used it and we're not about to stop it now so the best thing we can do is to teach the the next generation you don't need to do this this is not something that that you do as a human here are other ways to make money um and at, and just make it unthinkable to the point where maybe that way there'll be less of it. But right now it's glorified. And making it unthinkable is really that church issue. Right. You know, yeah. It's that really, church and state perspective. The, the yes. state has jumped into the church's realm. The, the church should have been being the church. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So that's that church and state. That's, that's where the church has influence over the state. But right now we see more of the state have influence over the church. Yeah. And with the examples of that are legion. I mean, we really saw that during COVID-19 where, you know, they've used, they've weaponized that statement separation of church and state to really keep the church out of, out of all affairs with the government. And yet when we saw COVID-19 occur, the church or the state all of a sudden totally infiltrated the church and said, Hey, you know what? No, you can't, you can't worship. You got to close down. You can only have this many people in all that kind of stuff. Yeah. It made my skin crawl when that happened, when they were closing churches. I'm like, this, this is Something's not off. good. This is this is not right. That this was bigger. That was something bigger than what we thought was happening. But people were just going with it. They were just like, okay, if this is going to make everybody ha- healthy faster. Then I'm going to do whatever. And as soon as that happened, they were closing churches and, um, you know, kicking people off empty beaches. I mean, it just something wasn't right. But it was the closing churches where I was like, all right, this is getting to a point where it's 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 it seems evil now. It seems Absolutely. like people are that way. Yeah. Now, Josie, I know you've got to run, but I wanted to make sure you were able to pitch your websites. I want uh, all of our fans to become fans of yours. Uh, so okay. please, and we'll, we'll put up the websites for you as you start talking about them. 
store. I am the Redheaded Libertarian. You can find me on x.com, T-R-H-L official. That's my website. It's the redheadedlibertarian.com. Um, and that just has a little, just a little blurb about who I am, what I do. Um, and then, uh, I am a, I do outside media work at timcast.com. Yep. There's my Twitter account. Good to have that back. Don't want to dead name it. Yep. (laughs) And that's uh, timcast.com. I do outside media work there. I host a show, which I have actually tonight in an hour and a half, um, spaces with Josie. And I do interviews with really, really cool people. Um, tonight I'm interviewing, uh, an Academy award winning producer. He actually, uh, help produce Cabrini. So I interviewing him tonight. Um, I've interviewed like Scott Adams and Thomas Massey and Vivek Ramaswamy, um, on my show. I just tons of big names, uh, Dave Smith. Um, yeah. Uh, Riley Gaines, Ashley St. Clair, lots of really awesome people. Yeah. Wonderful. We're going to, we're going to force people to check out your, your sites. So and then also, um, is there any way we can get a hold of your secret pie recipes or anything like that? Is yeah, what, any, what is your is best it, pie? I am curious about that before we let you go. My bourbon pecan pie. Oh, that sounds it's amazing. Absolutely you my got best with pie. Bourbon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that, that yep. is, yeah. Sometimes on my subscribers only on my X account, I, I have dropped pie recipes in, in the past. I've dropped okay. one right. order. I'm going to have to look for that because I personally... And I will mm-hmm. fight people over this. Like, we are coming to fisticuffs if you disagree with me on this. Pie is so much better than cake. Thank you. Every time. Yeah. But Absolutely. his mom makes the most amazing pies and cakes, either one. So, no, nah, but pie is better. I'm sorry. There's more love that goes into pie, and you can oh, taste it. Oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Josie. Well, we, we really appreciate your time. Thank you for joining us on Church and State. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. Church and State is sponsored in part by Patriot Church and the Constitution Party. I'm Pastor Gabe, and a calm does not suit me. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. (laughs) Welcome to the fire. The doctor that I recommend for all of your needs is the underground clinic doctor, Dr. Troy Spurl. Because Dr. Troy is the best doctor, bar none. You know, this is the great thing about officialsignups.com is it's in all 50 states. You don't have to be in, in Michigan or Minnesota. You can be in Hawaii, you can be in Florida, and you can find a doctor that you can trust. If you are still wearing a mask, if you have rolled up your sleeve and gotten all the jabs and all the boosters, then official signups is not for you. You want to go find the, one of those big pharma doctors that'll give you all the prescriptions you want and you can live a very sickly life well if you're looking for a, a doctor for yourself or maybe you're a doctor for your family or a doctor who's not going to push vaccines on you you want to go to officialsynapse.com you for sure need to mention church and state when you go to officialsynapse.com to take part in all the savings all the great deals for you and your family with the rise of the BRICS nations uh you've got a lot of nations that are gathering together and they're all doing a gold-backed currency The United States is not, and uh, the petrodollar is starting to fail. My suggestion to all of you would be to get behind gold and silver because that is the currency that is always going to have value. I might not be a gold or silver guru, but I want to have something tangible in my hands at the end of the day. So I would definitely recommend every one of you go to bh-pm.com. All you got to do is look around and see that the price of, of everything is increasing. Gold and silver is on the rise. It's being artificially suppressed. You want to schedule a consultation right now so that your families don't end up in the bread line and you're saying, please, sir, can I have some more? Stop waiting. What are you waiting for? Four years from now, prices are going to be absolutely astronomical. Go to bh-pm.com 
get a consultation now. You definitely want to mention Church and State. It will get you the best prices. It will get you the best consultation advice. Use Church and State when you go to BH dash pm.com you do not want to eat synthetic meat if you if you can grow a meat in a lab if, if you want to go ahead and have soylent green on the table feel free to eat this garbage that target's trying to throw out but if you want actual meat that's been freeze-dried it's been then processed by actual human beings go to griddownchowdown.com Look, the World Economic Forum has declared a war on red meat. They hate the cows. They hate the cow farts. There is supply chain issues. And uh, for me, you can pry my steak from my cold, dead hands. If you want a meat that's going to last freeze-dried 10 years or more, this is the product you want. I want all of you to go to griddownchowdown.com. Use the promo code Church and State. These are fantastic freeze-dried raw beef the blood is still in it you just rehydrate it and add it to your favorite meal and you are ready to go and remember the holy word of god tells us for one person has faith to eat all things while another who is weak eats only vegetables that's romans 14 2. mypillow.com has got more than just pillows you've got your slippers your bathrobes you have towels that actually dry you off not the kind you buy at walmart where it's just kind of a slick mess. Uh, they have got some of the best products out there. The sheets are uh, absolutely incredible. I think it's a thousand count. It's, it's the best products you can buy. And the pillows even have silencer technology in it. And so if, if you need a day where you're just gonna scream into your pillow, don't worry, your neighbors won't hear you. Why would you wanna go to Bed Bath & Beyond? First of all, they're out of business. You wanna go support an American-made product, go to mypillow.com. And then you're also supporting one of the nation's most, I would say, Jesus-filled in a company that is completely, completely built on the gospel of Jesus Christ. So you're getting a two-for-one there. You know you've wanted good night's sleep for years. You, you're, you're, you're tossing, you're turning. Just go now. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code Church and State. C-H-U-R-C-H-A-N-D-S-T-A-T-E. That's Church and State. This was sacred to God. Now this is exactly why I need some action for my people. Hello, everybody. It's an honor to be with you.